This episode of Here for the Wrong Reasons is brought to you by Stagecoach, the official music festival of bachelor drama and hookups. And also, I don't know, country music or something like that. We're just sitting in a bathtub full of caviar, lighting fancy Cuban cigars with $100 bills, because we're rich now, thanks to our sponsor. Welcome to our sponsored podcast. (laughs) Sponsored by Bachelor Happy Hour with Rachel and Allie. We don't even get paid to say that this time. We're just throwing it in there a little extra, because they made us so rich. They drove a dump truck full of money up to the yard and just poured it in. Thanks for downloading it, those of you who clicked on it. We're looking at a cool 35 bucks headed our way. <laughs> 35 buckaroos. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, so that's what uh, keeps the lights on around here. If 30,000 more people could download it, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be uh, one of us could quit our jobs. Okay, so let's get at it. It's Bachelor in Paradise season. One of my favorite seasons of the year. I like it. Yeah, I love... Actually, I hate it. I do not like Bachelor in Paradise. I love and hate it at the same time. I love the idea. I hate the four hours of it. Yeah. Why do we need four hours? Because there's so much Blake drama to cover. How is it possible that we got four hours of television and we still didn't get a rose ceremony? Good question. Yeah. How how long can they prolong it? Could they give us eight hours? Seems a little bit... It's, it's a little bit much. What, Even for us, Bachelor aficionados. Bachelor fanatics. We love everything Bachelor. We're super pumped about whatever this new Bachelor-related <laughs> franchise is that the president of ABC was trotting out and promising America. I'm, we just don't get enough. Uh, yeah. It's about to be year-round school over here. At what point are they just going to show us the live footage like the Truman Show? Like, it's just going to be all the time, everything that happens. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, and we're just going to have to podcast it live while it's on TV. Um, Okay, well, we'll get into, well, not everything that happened, because we don't have four hours of podcast, but we'll get into the highlights of what happened. We've got our usual shout-outs. You guys left some awesome five-star reviews. Karen Mazou. Uh, who is also in Como, another person in uh, Como, Italy. Lake Como. Okay. Just yeah. burping. Yeah. Well, okay. it's better than Great. the yawning from last. I'm going to try to keep the energy up, not sure. yawn as much this I'm time. I'm ready to go to a two mic system. I would like my own microphone. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because I'm you. leaning yeah, way over here. Like all I'm up in, in my your face, face. All up in your business. Like I look at Ashley Eyes podcast and they have like, they're in a recording studio. Well, yeah. I mean, now that we're sponsored, maybe we can get a two I mic system. I look at system. other people that have podcasts and they have a microphone per person. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll get it worked out. We'll get it worked out. <laughs> That's my Bachelor on. in Paradise summer goals. Continue with the shout outs. So Karen Mazou also said she couldn't find us on social media. Um, so we're at Four Wrong Reasons we Gang. We are all up on the social all media. All over social media. Anna started an Instagram. I did. We what? have not posted a picture I was going to say, what are we going to post on uh, that bad boy? I wanted to post some live uh stories from the episode oh yeah that's a good idea just kind of lost i was too busy tweeting right tweeting taking notes there's only so much we can do until we get another like intern in here Mm -hmm. to a social media intern karen is from 
Mizzou from Como mm-hmm. America. Yeah, Como America. Karen, we're going to need you along with Susan to find our friend Rachel and just form a little buddy game. Y'all have watch parties. It's going to be great. Um, we will show up there. Ooh, we'll drop in a surprise. Yeah. yeah, viewing party. We need to just start dropping in on people's surprise, like surprising people for their bachelor viewing parties. And they'll be like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Like, get out of our house. <laughs> hey, Ryan and Anna are here to join your bachelor viewing party. I tell you who was listening from actual Italy. Who? Michaela. Oh, yeah, right. Who had the balls to go on a honeymoon and stop doing custom artwork for us. During the Bachelorette. Michaela, we saw your Facebook post and then we couldn't figure out how to get back to it. (laughs) We do appreciate the uh, response. We miss your artwork, but we understand. Kind of. I mean, shouldn't she have planned her honeymoon off Bachelor season? I don't want to piss her off, though, because she said she's working on some custom art of Peter as a Kindle. Ooh, yeah, I want to see that. I'm gonna frame that above our bed. Yeah, which base? I hope it's photorealistic. Well, <laughs> sure. Just, yeah. yeah. All right, we got a nice review from Callie seven three zero nine two says thanks for being part of your morning, my morning. Uh, good morning, Callie. Uh, we got a review from B S B N L Rule. B S B Backstreets Back. Ooh, in rule. Hmm. Uh, G I Jane Austen, great name who complimented, among other things, our roller derby foul mouths, mm. which is a very nice compliment. Um, and Robbie Mi- Robbie Mills, having trouble talking tonight because I'm leaning over so far to get into your face and this mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Genesio, Illinois. We got one listener there. Thanks. Genesio. Genesio. Yeah, how would you say that? Also, we've been getting more one-star reviews, but without commentary. Those people don't have the balls to leave us commentary because they know we'll uh, ream them for it. It's part of becoming famous and getting sponsored. (laughs) All the haters come out of the woodwork. Cockroaches. (laughs) People trying to shit on our success. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we jump into it? Let's jump into this like Harrison jumping into the beach. He's he's jumping into the beach. He's jumping into the beach, yeah. He's jumping into that sand. <laughs> I'm uh, just did, do over we? Here. No. Okay. Nope. All right. All too, right. It's too close. Too close. Too much. The mic is right here. There's no reason for your arm to be on my chair. You save a little space for the Holy Spirit between the two of us. <laughs> I'd like to see a ruler between us at all times. Um, are we going to talk about the fact that Tyler's dating? Is it Belle? It's Gigi. Gigi. Gigi Hadid. Yes. So he was spotted leaving Hannah's apartment. It's like Gossip Girl. I know. <laughs> spotted. Hey, Upper East Siders. Gossip Girl here. And I have the biggest news ever. One of my many sources, Melanie91, sends us this. Um. XOXO, Harrison. <laughs> Harrison would be Harrison gossip. was go- he's like totally Gossip Girl. They're rebooting it. Maybe he's Gossip Girl the whole time. <laughs> he's the voice of Gossip Girl. Uh, um, so yeah, he left Hannah's apartment, but then he what went bowling with Gigi Hadid. They went bowling, and then they spent the night together. Yeah, so he was seen leaving Hannah's apartment, and then Gigi's apartment. What? And, and uh, now Harrison says that he's burning bridges and he's not going to be the bachelor. Oof. Because he's having too much fun chasing tail. Chasing tail. Well, he also was seen leaving the scene of a three-car pileup that he caused. Sorry, I forgive him for that. Well, probably he was looking at himself in the rearview mirror. I was going to say probably the other drivers were looking at yeah. him. Yeah, I'm surprised it was only three cars. 
Okay, so let's get into what we've got going on. Enough about Tyler. Yeah, we have to leave Tyler in the past. All right. Um, let's run through who the cast of characters is, yeah. right? We yeah. got Tasha. Uh-huh. Kind of have trouble remembering with a lot of these people, like, how I even felt about them right. in their own um, individual seasons. Like, I kind of remember not liking Tasha very much. You didn't. I remember that. But I think that. part of that is that some of the magazines were saying that she had a boyfriend, and I don't think anything ever came of right, that. Right, right. So, but I also do think that she smiles too much. You did comment about that. that. I don't trust people that, that smile, smile too much. Yeah. No, you can smile a little. A little, but yeah. Don't, like, or if you have terrible teeth like me, not yeah, at all, ooh, really. It's like yeah. the beast smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Show us that smile. No, never mind. <laughs> um. Yeah, she's here with her dad, who tells her to bring no two pieces. Wear a turtleneck at all times. Yeah. She pinky promises that there will be no shenanigans. I bet she's going to go back on that. that Never break a pinky promise, Tasha. All right. Blake, the big cheese of paradise, (laughs) is here. He uh, is seen walking to gentle acoustic music. I noted that as well. And then I have an all caps. Serious dad bod. Yeah, I have the same thing. I, well, that's what you get when you do push-ups shirtless on a park bench. Should I be doing that just around town? Like, Is that what you get? I feel like, what do you get? A dad bod? <laughs> apparently so. So what do you... I'll tell you what, you want some fitspo. Do you want some fitspo? I don't know what that means, but yes. <laughs> Fitness inspiration yeah. on like social media? Oh, okay. Follow Tyler C. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say Clay working well, out on Well, really the beach. follow any of them. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But, but especially Tyler C. I thought we were going to move away from I Tyler can't. C. But we can't. We can't leave him behind. Every, he pulls me back oh, those in abs. just when I think I'm out. Okay. Katie is also going to be in paradise. And she's spying on Blake as he does these <laughs> park bench push-ups. <laughs> I we barely got any screen time of Katie this first two episodes, but I really liked what I saw. Right. I feel like she was funny. She's not taking it too seriously. She had the joke of like strings connecting things in a yeah, conspiracy she has like theory. A FBI Intel board. Yeah. Which I feel like that will always make me laugh. Yeah. Like no matter how many times I see that joke, it's always gonna do it for me. She also says that Cam is a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> then, speaking of Cam, we get a full rap video of Cam. Like a full early 90s rap video. And uh, it was amazing. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I'll it say that. It was everything. It, <laughs> it was amazing. Well, especially for what we'd seen of Cam up to this right. point. I feel like literally his rapping on the show was like... My name is Cam, and I'm here yeah. to say, as we made that joke several times over the course right. of the season, I felt like that rap video, it was like the Bachelor version of Boats and Hoes. Selena, the Pinto, the Santa Maria, I'll do you in the bottom while you drink a sangria. Nachos, lemon heads, my dad's boat, you won't go down cause my dick can float. Yeah. And it's like kind of bad, but then you're like, God damn it, this is catchy. Yeah, and no, then that's by the a end, great. You're like, fuck, I love this. That's a great comparison. I'll also say, I'll give him the compliment of I don't think that he's a good rapper, but I wish I could rap as well as he can. Sure. 
I think that's that's where I'm at and with Cam. I, w- I might have to rewatch it if we still have our <laughs> recording because I feel like he like had some clever lines yeah. in there. I tell you who we didn't see rapping at all was Hannah, Hannah G. G. Come on, Hannah. Well, I want to see a rap battle between Cam and Hannah. Of G. course, we um, put a poll up about that a while ago, and Hannah G was the clear winner. Though a lot of people wanted the neither option, but I didn't give that. I wanted to force a choice, a terrible Sophie's choice of a situation. Um, we've got Jane. You remember Jane. Everybody knows Jane. Uh, I don't remember Jane. Hot sauce. You love hot sauce. Sure. Yeah. She loves it so much. She's brushing her she teeth with it. She loves it so much that she's willing to kill John Paul Jones. <laughs> she's prove. the Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> if I kill you, I just take your rose. Yeah, brushes her teeth with hot sauce, drinking hot sauce Poor from the Jane. bottle. I told you I actually did remember her and I thought I remembered liking her. And thinking like, oh, this cute girl got cut too soon. And then the first episodes of Paradise aired and I was like, nope, he cut her right Right on time. time. Yeah. Well, there was a, she's not worth talking about all that much, but there was a shot of her later. And I. Damn, that's cold. Well, she just didn't do that much in this she's episode. She's not worth besides, talking about. Well, besides trying to kill JPJ, which we'll get to. But there was a shot of her later, and I think it was just badly lit, but where she looked a lot like the girl from The Ring that crawls out of the TV. <laughs> Uh, okay Um, demi is going to be there yeah we got a little foreshadowing she is frolicking under a rainbow oh i missed that very uh subtle symbolism yeah it was super subtle she says i have kind of been seeing someone plot twist it happens to be a woman um she's telling this to hannah Uh who is just lend in her ear before Demi goes off to paradise. Mm-hmm. And Hannah um, says that she thinks it's totally, absolutely great. Yeah. Great. Which I do, I'm, I'm glad that we finally get a, a queer storyline or plot line, I guess, whatever you want to say. Um, although, no, there was a... Um, there was a one yeah, other queer Danielle. contestant. Was her name I, I don't remember, but I remember there was one so. other queer contestant. But I, and then actually now that we're now that i'm remembering this it confirms my question which was would they ever let a gay man on the show to be like i'm just exploring like how i feel yeah that's a really good question i I don't know i think that they're kind of buying into the like lesbians are hot right yeah Ooh, is our two girls gonna make out kiss 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 yeah but yeah two guys gross yeah no homo um yeah, I think that um, the other thing about this is it's great to have a queer storyline on The Bachelor, like in The Bachelor world, but presumably you would hope that several, like you want to give Demi a shot. So like just putting one <laughs> like bi person isn't really that helpful. I don't know. I feel like paradise is kind of like prison. Like maybe you go gay for the stay. <laughs> right. It's like your sophomore year of college. It's like Orange is the New Black yeah. and the Demi's over here like Piper. Yeah. Or I guess Demi would be like, who's the who's the redhead? We've kind of dropped Laura off of Prepon. that. Yeah. We did drop off of that show. Yeah, Laura yeah. Prepon's character. Yeah. Anyway, um, Hannah G is there making yep. clever puns like packing a Hawaiian lei and saying, I wonder if I'll need this lei. Go, yeah. Clever, That's, It's never been done. That's what I like about it. I'm going to go fresh. ahead and put it. Uh, hypothesis out there. Okay. Uh, what do I want to say? A prediction? Okay. Prediction. I will hate Hannah G by the end of Paradise. Yeah. I think you're already on your way. Very, um, very much so. Yeah. No, I think so. 
Okay, so Clay is here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Clay told us that he tried to be in the NFL and it didn't work out. Though Clay, for as much as I know about the NFL, he could say that he's the most famous football player in the world. And I would be like, okay, I'm good. I'm in. Um, but he's from Chicago. And uh, what, do we have anything else about him? Nope. Okay. I don't. I have my notes literally say Clay is here. Clay is here. Yeah. Um, Nicole is coming along. Fucking Nicole. I do not like Nicole. Maybe I'll like her more in Paradise. I could see that happening. Yeah. I think what we should do is graph how much we like everybody now and mm-hmm. how much we like yeah, them at the end of the season and well, create. Well, think about like Crystal and the Goose. Yeah. Like I hated them in yeah. their respective seasons, but. Yeah, we need to do a data visualization Get him in of, paradise and it's magic. Yeah, of our feelings about each of these contestants. Okay, well, I tell you who I know that I have, although again, maybe I'll like him by the end. I can't imagine this to be so, though. Fucking Chris Bukowski is here. Well, I mean, what do you have left to learn about Chris Crawling Bukowski? Crawling out like Elise. Oh, is it too late for me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit slow. Yeah, they do have him with a walker in the little Almost Paradise <laughs> intro. Which, jumping ahead a little bit, I thought overall the Almost Paradise intro was weaker. It was way weaker. Than it usual. It wasn't funny. Fewer gags. It was just like people like turning their heads yeah, in a like, quick agree. motion. No, yeah. I agree. Not as many sight gags. Felt the same way. The people... walker was definitely the best one. Of course, but it was but also, also the only one. Chris Bukowski, you're old. Yeah. Stop coming on these shows. Yeah. And you officially like that retired. One guy that always shows up on the like real world road rules challenges and they're like, dude, you were in the real world San Francisco. Right. <laughs> Get out of here. You're going to hurt yourself. You know Puck. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> Yeah, so Chris Bukowski, though later he and Annalise really hit it off from kind of the old folks yeah. home perspective. They yeah. do a puzzle together. It's like when all the old people get STDs because they're all boning yeah. too much in the retirement homes. Yeah, yep. they do a puzzle together and go to sleep at 7.30 after Jeopardy. It's not a bad night. Yeah. You just described our marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> perfect night. All right, Hannah G. Oh, that's all I have. That's it, yeah. As far as the notes of the previews for who's coming. Yeah. So Hannah G is the first one on the beach. She says uh, that she could get used to this. She feels starstruck by paradise with a little bit of a anthropomorphic like right. Yeah, I don't know. is that is that anthropomorphizing? Yeah, I believe so. Cause I always get that in personification. It's personification. Confused. Okay. Anthropomorphizing is when you give someone an animal quality. Oh, really? Okay. I think. So, like, when uh, Cam wore a leopard print so shirt and like, I was like, boy, you're lame. just a big bear. <laughs> um, okay. No, when when he wore a leopard print shirt. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was just making a joke about his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that's stupid. Yeah, like that's anthropomorphification. No, yeah, okay. Anthro- anthropomorphification. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. We teach English. Yeah. All right. I am a professor of English. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> Hannah G also says that she feels like they've blessed this sand with good relationship energy. Have they? Mm, pretty yeah. sure that's chlamydia. Yeah, I think it's crabs of two varieties, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Thank you. That was the better STD. Damn it. I should have thought God that. damn it. <laughs> Grabs. <laughs> um, all right. Katie comes down and then Dylan. Man, poor Dylan. Poor Dylan. Yeah. I do like him a lot more yeah. already. Um, 
he's so cute and good looking and like I think it's really funny that he's so uh awkward and seems to suffer from kind of low self-esteem like yeah. he's a really good looking yeah. person well and also he has the beautiful people have problems well that always strikes me with this show but the other thing is you have the reverse of an evan effect here where like evan is kind of buff actually and probably is a perfectly good looking person normally but like is way out of his is depth he like, yeah if mm. you just knew him he'd be fine but what i'm saying is dylan is like gonna be the cutest guy in most rooms right and he, so it seems weird to me that he has this like this it's, insecurity but it's like a confidence issue issue yeah you I know? know yeah so i feel like cam comes down there and he's like super confident somehow and yeah and i would say this i guess maybe evan is a better example um, I don't know. I was just surprised by the way that sure. Dylan acted, and because I also feel like we didn't really get to know him at all in um, Hannah B's right, season. Right, right. Dylan, we barely knew ye. About to get to know him. Yeah. Well, and um, he's tweeted. Spoiler alert! I'm super awkward, so he Aww, seems to be aware. But... He's real funny <laughs> on Twitter. I, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. Sydney's here. Ugh. Ugh. I do not like Sydney. I remember being fine with Sydney before, but I was not into it this no, time. No, you, I think, just don't remember Sydney. Okay, maybe that's Sydney it. Sydney was one of the ones who, like, she left Colton's season because she was like, you need a woman. And he was like, well, I'm not going to, like, ignore all of these girls that are here. Like, she just gave him this, like, weird kind of, like, third episode ultimatum <laughs> right which always works out yeah. yeah and she had um issues with demi she just did not play well in that season mm-hmm. she came off as old and it did not work in her favor she was one of colton's cougars is that right she was yeah. one of the cougars yes she was she led the pack cougar town yeah and population sydney <laughs> Okay, Derek is Derek's back. back, the poor man's John Krajinski. Yeah, yeah, poor man's Jim. Um, I think it's funny that he's like, I was engaged last time. Like, he does not mention Taylor by name a single time. Right. Well, Sydney is funny, too, because she's like, he's gotten engaged here before. Like, that's a selling point. And then they're like, it's proof that it can work. Right. And it's like, no, he's <laughs> He's back, back here, Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's already uh, sold out for this once before, oops. yeah, and fallen for this Sorry, process. Quit. Is that your what? boss again? Nope, it's my tennis partner. Oh, okay. Back off, Jared. <laughs> Baby, who's this Jared sending you texts? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I know you. Jared, it's, it's good, to, uh, good to see you texting. <laughs> yeah. Is Jennifer still listening, your tennis friend? Yeah, yeah, Jennifer was giving me shit about how everybody knows what side to side means. Well, a not lot me, of people Jennifer, because I'm not nasty. If I know it, most <laughs> people know it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Ryan knows it. Your middle school age, well, now high school, so daughter knows it. Well, you know what? Some of us choose not to listen to smut. Some of us stay in a purity culture that Luke endorses. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us keep our minds pure and above filth. But yeah, Jennifer's listening. Shout yeah. out. All right, shout I heard out to she Jennifer. she went on a hot and heavy date tonight. Oh, all right. Again, she's yeah. always going on hot and heavy dates like the people in paradise. Did she give him a date card? Gave him something. Whoa. <laughs> all right. Flirtatia comes on down. Uh, Flirtatia. Flirtatia. Pretty cute. 
Um, you know she spent a really long time thinking of that one, and she's going to try to make it stick like the goose, but it's not going to stick, I don't think. The bad news is that Tasha forgot to pack floss. The good news is the straps from her top can double as floss. <laughs> I was wondering where this was going to go. That's I where thought, it's going. I thought it was going to be... just came up with that on the fly. Yeah, though. I thought it was going to be like a skimpy bathing suit comment. Well, and basically it might was. have yeah. been a bathing suit because it was definitely just like a bra top. Okay. Did you not notice that? No. Oh my God. It was... When she was, was she came in at first? dental floss. I think the... And she's not suffering from... She is well endowed. Do you say well endowed for well a endowed. woman? Sure, yeah. It's you not say just that. It's you know what? It's gender say, equality, okay, feminism. Yeah. Hashtag this is feminism. <laughs> you know whose boobs I was looking at was Kevin's. Yeah. When he comes in and basically is holding his own boobs, and when he, Harrison's like, he's like, I'm you look so good, big. and he like takes his shirt off. Yeah. Which um, so he said he spends four to five hours a day in the gym. Do you have a job like? Going What's to the your gym. Job? Yeah. That doesn't pay. What is your job? <laughs> what do you do for work, sir? Well, I don't think that Tasha's dad would approve of this top that she oh, has. Oh, I on. see. Yeah, I'm sorry I stepped on your Tasha bit. That's all right. Yeah. No, you're right. She promised turtlenecks and she's already wearing a dental floss top. Um, Kevin tells Katie that she can pull off rompers and she's basically like Fuck me now, big boy. <laughs> she says, he's so nice to me. He pays her one compliment. Well, and he paid it Like, in this a is weird... the low standard that women are putting out there. Right. Like, oh, you complimented my outfit in a weird... Because he's like, you're so proportional. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. He's basically like, you're totally stacked. Yeah. No, I um had the same thing in my notes. Yeah. that's a... Though, if I walked up to Katie and was like, you can totally pull off a romp- romper, she'd be like, get the fuck out of here, you yeah. weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> she would mace me and um, um, deservedly so yeah yeah all right wills is in paradise poor buddy i don't think it's going well for him Aww. he's focused he says that he's so here's what i don't think is smart and i don't know so let me say let me back up okay i actually do recommend listening to our sponsor the podcast that we promoted that's hosted by Ali Fedotowski Mano and Rachel Lindsay because I just listened to the um what's it called the sizzle reel thank you the sizzle reel we're learning industry terms guys (laughs) it sizzles (laughs) um I listened to the sizzle reel and it included just a short bit about the fantasy suites and I learned so much that I didn't know yeah like they're giving you insider information um so what I was gonna say is I think it's stupid to come into paradise with like one person that you're like I hope so-and-so is here and I kind of get I'm sure they all figured that Hannah G would be there. Um, But sometimes it's unclear to me how well they know each other going into it. Like, Blake has already fucked all these girls. Right, yeah. At Stagecoach. You know, like like you do. Like, that's not fun to me. And it also means that if you come in as, like, I was going to say Annalise, but she has a bunch of connections, too. Right. Um, I don't know. Somebody random. So, like, Jane, maybe. I'm guessing that Jane didn't get, like, the Bachelor VIP pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I think that it puts you at a weird disadvantage. And to come in like Wills did and be like, I'm here for Hannah G. Well, first of all, no shit, buddy. Everybody else is, too. And second of all, like, why would you narrow your game so right. early on? Right. 
Yeah, no, the, I agree. Well, and as we see, like, the sands shift so quickly that it's silly. I mean, to, if you're here for Hannah G, well, 10 minutes later, she's going to be here for Blake. So, like, what's the point? And at some point, Kaylin's going to make a desperate play for Cam. I just feel like the uh, permutations are all over the board here. Right. Like, why bother? Yeah, why bother, like, narrowing your sights? But he came in and he was like, I'm going to ask her a bunch of questions of things I want to know Aww. of a potential partner. One of which is favorite food, which Hannah G's favorite food charcuterie board is that a food so fucking that? millennial i can't stand it avocado toast actually i guess that's, <laughs> hannah might be generation z what is it oh z? she's so young that she's like the generation right? after millennials yeah i don't know i think our college students are generation z. generation z, z now z? man we can't is gen z we, i think so we can't like rip on millennials anymore it's and just complain about our college students. generation z like I generation so. y generation x generation yeah. x yeah that's stupid. Well, also, where are we going to go aren't from they here? Calling some of them zennials. Zennials is one, and also you'll love this. There's a whole Star Wars generation uh, of people born from seventy-seven okay. to eighty-three. A Guys, little micro generation. Micro uh, sponsorship alert. If any of you want Ryan's Star Wars <laughs> shit, that his parents flew here from Seattle down to Alafucking Bama in big cardboard boxes. It is a Ewok. Hut? Is it Ewok hut? You're not selling this. You yeah. gotta sell no, this. No, no. Here's a sizzle reel for you. It's uh many of the Jabba the Hut Palace action figures. Um I got Admiral Akbar action figure and several Ewoks, um, including their battle wagon. So uh DM us on Twitter no, if you're I'm interested. Not kidding. Send me a direct message and I will Interesting send... trades consider. No, I will just send it to you. <laughs> it's I will send uh, it only three hundred dollars. Along for with the, the set. weird Ziploc bag full of rice and rocks that was also in there. That's a that family Ryan heirloom. Was like, I have no idea what this is. Family heirloom. Sure. Yeah. Um yeah, send me a message and it's yours. Okay, how did we get here? What were we talking Nobody about? Nobody knows. Uh, so Hannah likes charcuterie oh, boards. Oh, right, charcuterie boards. Um, are we moving on? Sure, to yeah. All right, Demi comes out. Onyeka is here. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll like Onyeka more in Paradise. Yeah, I already like her more in Paradise. Than I, the problem is I feel like some of the women and men just can't handle the like intensity of the bachelor yeah and and some people are really good at handling the intensity of bachelor in paradise and some people aren't it seems like it's two totally different intense experiences at some point probably for some of them fairly early on in the bachelor like or bachelor at regular season you figure out that you're not going to make it to the end and so the only way to stay on the show is to be ridiculous yeah and on bachelor in paradise it's that's embraced like that's what you should do yeah um, yeah, everyone is invited to be ridiculous. I always think it's weird too. Like, do Anyeka and Nicole really not like each other? Like, we didn't get any riff of that giant like showdown that they. Oh had. right, it was just totally forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you. It makes one think that perhaps these things are edited and driven by producers because, like, well, now we've got this Blake, Kaylin, Christina thing to play with. We don't need Onyeka and Nicole's old news beef anymore. She brought her air horn, though. All right, Cam comes down wearing his leopard print shirt. ABC always beach Cam. (laughs) Way to play it up, Cam. Way to shake things up. Wills says astutely, every season has their Cam. It's true. You would say, (laughs) yeah, you would say that like Waboom was his season's Cam. Is that right? Yeah, I would. Yeah. 
trying to think of other, but it's true. Every season has their cam. That uh, truer words were never Every spoken. Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> Every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Um, Demi says, this guy must be ready for paradise. He's wearing a cheetah shirt and it's very weird. Then all the ladies are like, oh, I was obsessed with this shirt. It's like when Michael Scott wore that woman's suit. <laughs> Mysterious. <laughs> like all the women are like, where did you get that? Like all the guys are like, that sucks. <sighs> yeah. And then Demi, Demi is, I mean, Demi should narrate this entire yeah. season and just everything. Cause she's like, I could see him doing the grr thing and then he does it like three yes. seconds later and yeah. then he calls it paradise oh god yeah she's trying to be his own fierce version of himself the thing is somewhere out there is a weirdo who's right for cam uh you know i think that the other person that was a little bit of the cam of their season was evan yeah and oh absolutely especially yep. in paradise evan was a hot mess and look now he's yeah now he's got a couple of kids way, with carly yeah. yeah yeah he's doing great his dick doctor business couldn't be better couldn't be stronger yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right kevin um is interested in Tasha. He says that she has nice teeth. It's because she's smiling all the goddamn time, Kevin. John Paul Jones shows up in a blue speedo. Harrison says that Paradise was made for him. I couldn't get a read on John Paul Jones in these first couple of episodes. I wrote is John Paul Jones an idiot or a genius? Yeah, yeah. In yes. my notes. That's, yeah, I that can't captures tell. how I felt. Yeah, like he's either like, it's like an Andy Kaufman, not an Andy Kaufman style thing, like an Owen Wilson style thing. In a way, because like Owen Wilson like plays this stupid idiot a lot of times, but also like wrote Rushmore, but it's unclear whether like how much of Rushmore he wrote. Yeah. You know, like I feel like it's that kind of thing because uh, JPJ says, shaka braka, bro, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> or no, shuck bra, let's go. Sorry, I didn't get it quite right. Well, he's always like flipping his head over and raking his hand through his hair. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Demi says of John Paul Jones. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. She's talking to Derek when she has this conversation. Because she, I think that she is looking at John Paul Jones, but she's talking about how she needs someone that's like going to be the quiet one in a relationship. Uh -huh. Because she says, I need to be the obnoxious one. <laughs> Self-aware. Yeah. That's one of the things I like about her. She's very aware of who she is. Mm -hmm. Especially for someone that young. I feel like a lot of people, it takes them another 10 years to be like, yeah, I need to be the obnoxious loud one in this relationship. Derek is vibing on Demi. He says talking to her is natural and fun. I do think that's really interesting that... And from what you can see of the previews, he does appear to be very into her. Seems to carry through the season. Can you imagine a person less like Taylor than Demi? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he learned. Like, Maybe. Because they always say, they always do this blah, blah, blah spiel of like, well, I've learned what I like and what I don't like. And I've learned so much about myself. Who's talking in that Every, scenario? All of them. Yeah. That's, um, that's the bachelor voice? Yeah, sure. That's a voice. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned so much about myself. Um, but then they just like do the same stupid thing as always. And so maybe Derek actually did learn something. Maybe. Or maybe he's just doing a like Costanza style course correction of like, well, I'm just going to do the opposite yeah. of what I've done in the past. Um, all right. Bibiana and Nicole come. They don't really get an intro. Mm -hmm. Jane arrives. Annalise arrives. Come on, girl. 
Might yeah. want to. Can we call it a day? Do yeah. We really need to be coming back to paradise, Annalise. Need to. Chris Harrison needs to pull sort of an old Yeller style move and just <laughs> oh, put her down. <laughs> oh, sorry, Annalise. If I'm anybody not... needs to be old Yeller, it's Chris Bukowski. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Chris Bukowski and being uh, trying new things, he says ninety eight percent of the women I've dated are blonde. But I'm very open-minded. Thanks, bud. Yeah, I'd go for a brunette. uh, It's the definition of, like, diversity, right? Yeah, right. Blondes, brunettes, maybe even a redhead. Also... Eh, He's like, I'm not there yet. Yeah. To get that percentage, are you implying that you've dated 100 women? (laughs) Because I do not believe that, Chris. Actually, I believe that. I do believe that. Okay. I think he's a man whore. Well, and also, I mean, he's 78 years old. So that's like a, you know, like two <laughs> women a year. Um, Jane is really into clay. She says that you almost want to purposefully drown just so he can come save you. And you can say, hold me, I'm little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tiny. <laughs> well, that is uh, Denise Richards' move in Saved by the Bell. I mean, way to come up with something original. Jane. Denise Richards. Yeah, pretending to drown so A.C. Slater will come out and save her. Whoa, what episode is this? The One of the beach episodes. One of the beach... Uh, yeah. It's Denise it's Richards? Denise Richards. I'm pretty sure that it's Denise Richards. Oh, you're pretty sure? Yeah, we'll Google it for me. Uh, we'll Google that Robin, in the show notes. Robin, yeah. 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 <laughs> Robin. Or if you... All right, take it Robin away. Robin is under deep cover no, right I'll, now, yeah, actually. you hold okay. the podcast. Anyway. All right. So, um, so then what oh, happens? Oh, wait, we got to give Robin a shout out because Robin got us intel. Oh, yeah. She saw. Robin saw Grocery Joe and Kendall walking down the street. Robin, you should have followed them. Robin, why didn't you put on a fake mustache and follow them around? You could have put on a trench coat like Katie. All right. Yeah, you're okay, right. She, she pre- pretends to drown so that Slater will save her. Yeah. Man, I don't remember this at all. Yeah. Leo Romani, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric Dane. Ooh, Eric Who Dane knew that Eric steamy. Dane was on there, baby? Okay, so at this point, we get into the Blake Kalen drama that's going to dominate the entire four hours of episode that we've got here. Sorry. I want to um, see oh, gosh. I do not remember this at all. Yeah. Sorry. Denise Richards being on Saved She's by the, the Bell. She's in the last Malibu Sands episode. Yeah. Yep. She pretends to try. It's so stupid. Yeah, hopefully. I assume we've already played a clip of it maybe back there a second ago. So hopefully people got to hear it. We'll see if we can find that YouTube clip. All right. Okay. So, yeah, this whole Blake thing. So, I Oh, well, hang on. Before we get to Blake and Kaylin, there's one more thing to say about Clay. Okay. Which is the, a little bit of mini drama. Annalise thinks that Clay should oh, right. be in paradise because it's too soon after his breakup from Angela. Right. That's... Angela. Angela. God, that's so confusing. <laughs> This is too much. Annalise. <laughs> Mona. Fun fact about Tony. Do you want a fun fact about Tony Danza? Always. His characters always have to be named Tony because he won't respond to anything else. <laughs> Did you ever watch that TV show where he taught high school? Yeah, like we watched went, one of them together. Yeah, it was yeah. Good. well, and he, but he like wouldn't give the disability students their disability accommodations because he was like, "No, you don't need it." And they're no. like, "But I have a fun." He's like, "Just believe in yourself." <laughs> yeah, it was like that. He's like, "Oh, you don't need this extra time. You can do it." And he's like, "No, I have a doctor's." Note. I believe in you, Jeff. No, you <laughs> cannot have extra time. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So, do you want to get to the Blake? Jonathan. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, but Mona was the boss of the show, right? 
Um, we talked I about that already. Ange- I think Angela was the boss. Okay. All right. Mona. Mona. All right. So, um, we want to get to Blake. I've yes. been trying to get to Blake. Okay. Kaylin is here. She says that Blake is not her favorite person because he played her and it really did suck. So that's basically all we get. And right. then we just get a whole bunch of shit about how Blake is like the number one on everyone's quote to-do list. Yeah, he's number one on their list. To which I say, why? Like, even without any of this Kalen drama, even if you were just one of the guys down there... How is it that you're looking at, like, Dylan and Kevin and, like, Mike shows up later? And of all these guys, you're looking at this, like, pasty dad bod. Cheese ball. Yes. Like, yeah. he doesn't see. I I'll grant you, he seems like a kind of a nice guy. But why everyone's like, Blake is the king of paradise. Well, also the king of paradise for the 20 minutes when he first gets there. Um, I was getting. But it's true. Like, yeah. I feel like all the girls are like, he's so right. Dreamy. He's so dreamy. Well, I mentioned this to you already, but I was getting serious Ken Marino vibes from yes. him. Yes, yeah, which we didn't really notice at yeah. all in the regular season, but it's definitely there. And that made it very hard for me to take him seriously at all. I just got the vibe from him that I got in the regular season, which is. A boring Midwestern guy, well-suited for Becca Kufrin. Yeah, they would have been a good match. I mean, he's like the, I guess, less scandalous version of fucking, what was her guy's name? Oh, uh, Garrett. Was it Garrett? Garrett. Okay, well, and now not even the less scandalous version anymore. Oh, I mean, he's not he's a... way more scandalous. Well, he's not a racist uh, MAGA asshole, but anyways. Um, so, Kaylin arrives. Blake sees her. This is important to me. Later, because I think we're going to have a lot of back and forth about who we trust, who's to blame, sure. who to believe. This moment, I think, is very important. If like I were a an attorney, game of Clue. Yeah, well, if I were an attorney or a detective, here's a key moment of which you are neither. Right. But if you were, if I was a detective this, attorney, a private a eye of sorts, specializing only in bachelor-related <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> A girl walked into my office. It was Annalise. <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of old. Um, okay, so. <laughs> kind of an old dame. <laughs> <laughs> Real scared of pooches, eh? <laughs> and merry-go-rounds. Okay, so Kaylin walks down the stairs. Blake sees her and says, holy shit, I gotta go. I mean, And then starts hyperventilating. These are not the actions of someone who believed that everything was that fine. everything was fine. Yeah, no, that's true. I didn't think about that because later when she confronts him about not talking to her, and he's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. Although, I mean, that clip keeps getting played of him like tossing his head back, and like it looks like he's freaking out. Imagine what they can do with the editing. Yeah, like what if he just made. A kind of funny face at one point and then was like, I gotta go at some other point. They could totally construct whatever narrative sure, they needed. Sure, but I do think the hyperventilating, hiding your face in your shirt. Maybe is... he was sweaty. He wasn't hyperventilating. He, I have hyperventilating in my notes here. I mean, that <laughs> seems a little bit over the top. Well, he also, though, again, the way they edit it, he seems like, and it happens again when Christina arrives. He's like, I didn't know this was going to happen. 
well, how could I have known this was going to happen in paradise? Like, what did you think was going to fucking happen? Yeah. Like, you nail two women from The Bachelor, well, that and they're both here. Well, that doesn't make sense either with the text that you see from both of them, because Blake obviously knew that Kalen was going to paradise, and Kalen knew that he would be there. Um, but, you know, two can play at this overreacting game, because Kalen gets there and promptly just spends her entire time bitching about him saying that she has this secret i just i i mean i'll have more to say about kaylin as the episode goes on but even in the initial moments um i felt like kaylin was making it a secret uh, on her own like what was stopping her from going to every single girl there and being like hey p.s blake's a dick so like he played me. It's unclear, right? Because her claim, this is where we were in a real he said, she said situation. This is where I need my detective skills to be top mm-hmm. top notch. Yeah. Um, she claims that he told her not to say anything. Sure. You tell me five million things a day. Do I do them? No. I blatantly <laughs> ignore you. Okay, I see what and you're I'm saying. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, sure. why are you obeying sure. the wishes of a guy that you think screwed you over yeah no that that i agree with you're like this guy's a total dick oh you want me to keep this secret okay that's cool yeah no no that is fair and also also, you're not keeping it a secret if you're giving all of these interviews about yeah well and she's like after she's told wells and on yeka she's like i'm so tired of being burdened with this secret it's like you've already told two people about it yes yeah okay i get your i get what you're saying i'm in agreement with you here Good. That's how it should be. We need to be on the same page in this if we're going to get through it. (laughs) We need to stick together. This is really going to test our marriage. All right. Um, I have here... Oh, okay. So everyone thinks that Hannah G is a shoe-in for the first date card because Blake got it. And um, everyone's like, oh, he and Hannah were totally vibing. Dylan is like, oh, I'm super jealous. I like, I know that she's going on this date. And he asked Tasia instead. Shocker. And Hannah is like, I feel like her her little brain was like, I don't know how to right. compute Does this. not compute. Yeah, someone, but I'm the prettiest I'm one. I'm supposed to be the pretty princess. Yeah. I'm the one that looks like Skipper, not Tasia. Well, I was going to say, though, she actually probably is used to this because she's been playing second fiddle to Barbie for so long. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody cares about Skipper. (laughs) (laughs) Thought I could get away from Malibu and Barbie and finally be my own woman. All right. So Kaylin tells Wells that Blake ghosted her. And essentially, Kaylin's version of the story, which we get while this date is happening and while they're getting ready. Is that Kaylin and Blake were, sounded like having a kind of long distance relationship. Like they had sent each other messages. Mm -hmm. They had maybe met up some or talked on the phone. I don't know. And then they go to this music festival. It all goes down at Stagecoach. I don't know if you've heard of Stagecoach, (laughs) but clearly we all need to be going there because every single goddamn Bachelor contestant is there. Um... And they go to this musical festival. This musical festival. <laughs> Cats performed. Sweeney Todd performed. And Mr. Mistopolis yeah. was there. <laughs> Jenny Any Dots. <laughs> 
rump rump tiddly bumpkin kids i can't do cat fake cat names bumpkin schmittle face schnitzel voice um he sleeps with christina and then the day the night after that he slept with kaylin and and all these are confirmed facts none of these are disputed facts by anyone and as soon as they wake up she says that he was like hey this was a mistake we shouldn't tell anyone about this like let's keep this a secret and she was like basically he told me that i was a mistake he kept calling me a me a mistake and i do think that that's a really important distinction to make because i guarantee i bet you a hundred thousand dollars we have that now thanks to our sponsorship um that he said something like this was a mistake i can't imagine that he was like kaylin you are a mistake (laughs) You are my favorite mistake, a la Cheryl Crow, but you are a mistake. So that's the backstory. We'll come back to it. Again and again yes. and again, folks. Meanwhile, Demi and Derek are making out. Yeah. She says that he is a sweet, sweet man. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dylan swoops in on the rejected Hannah G and takes mm-hmm. her to the treehouse. He's like, hey, girl, Blake, turn you down for that date. Why don't you come to the treehouse with me? That's uh, way cooler than he put it there. Hey, do you want to go hang out in the treehouse? He's like, it's that place I was telling you about. It's so cool. There's a spyglass. <laughs> um, he calls himself awkward. And then he says being weird is cool. <laughs> and he also says that he's cheesing really I'm hard. Start saying that. I'm going to yeah. use it on the first day of class. Yeah. A couple of weeks. I'm like, y'all. Read this syllabus. I worked really hard on it. I'm cheesing so hard. <laughs> I don't know. Is that right? I don't know. I think yeah. it just means that you're smiling a lot. Oh, I see. You being cheesy. Well, okay. no, because you're like saying cheese. Oh. I'm cheesing so oh, hard. Oh, I yeah. see. I get it. Come these, on. Yeah, these millennials with their I gotta, slang. I got to teach you everything. I know, except what side to side means. Okay. Okay. They make out, and he says, I've wanted to do that for so long. So again, I'm like, do they know each other? Like, is so long, like, since five hours ago when we all got here? Right. Or was it that he fell in love with her from afar on uh, Colton's season? Oh, maybe. That's true. I didn't think about that. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that possibility. All right. Good point. Touche. He says, Hannah... I'm so excited. This is going to be awesome. And then Aww. she says, you're so cute. Yeah. Oh, in but... such a, like, that can be so condescending or genuinely yes. sweet. And it's very hard to tell. I feel like it is sweet, but it's like, that's not how he wants her to feel about right, him. Right. It does not bode well. Yeah. You're so cute isn't necessary, especially in that phrasing, isn't what a guy wants to hear. Especially when you're competing against the likes of, you know, Kevin and Clay and like, you know the people that, where the women are like they're a man yeah where they're like he's literally a chunk of meat yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute yeah <laughs> um okay kaylin tells on about her history with blake she says everyone thinks blake is like the best guy on this beach and he's scum and then who shows up eating lipstick but one <laughs> christina <laughs> Yeah, so Christina's there. And Harrison just has that same, like, happy grin on his face that there's all this drama going on. He can barely contain himself. Very Machiavellian. Yeah. Yep. Oh, um, uh, Blake and Kaylin were causing you trouble? I hope they're not on the beach. 
Blake does grimace and then he's like, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're friends. We dated for a while. Uh, happy to see her walk down the stairs. Sure, bud. Sure yeah, you Yeah, well, he says, me and Christine were hanging out like sex or seven months ago. Yeah. Nice Freudian did. slip, yeah. big guy. <laughs> oh, he man. He says that they've been very open with each other, which is the exact opposite of what she said yes. about them. And I actually do believe everything Christina says. So she basically says that after they hooked up i guess that last time like that just that he ghosted her yeah 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 and that basically like that she never got closure um and that's what she's looking for because she gets a date card and asks blake on the date so now blake has been on two dates in two days seems unfair i guess he is I, the yeah he king is the king yeah, he's the real big cheese around here he's cheesing so hard but christina right? says I will not let myself be fucked over again. So today, I'm going to make Blake my bitch. <laughs> and then she, good Russian that accent. is good. Then she kills him with like a piano wire that she had mm-hmm. hidden in her toothbrush. She goes like full on American style, <laughs> Carrie Russell. She actually sent him to Siberia for six months of hard labor. <laughs> there it is. There's yeah. that joke. I made it when we were on a date last night and I barely laughed and said like, save it for the podcast. <laughs> Don't make jokes around here. Um, all right. I also don't believe that Christina is going to, quote, make Blake her bitch. Although I I was impressed with how much she kind of took him to task. Yeah, she held she held her own. She says that basically she's really embarrassed of the way that she was portrayed and the way that she behaved during her last stint in Paradise, letting Dean just kind of walk all over right. her. And that she's looking to prove herself as a strong person yeah. in this new round. Yeah. So this is our cliffhanger. So Jesus, this is only two hours into four hours. Yeah, but the second episode felt a lot shorter. I think they put a lot more commercials in there. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to it. So they go on their date, Christina and Blake. And they um, drive. I don't think we're going to identify the vehicle correctly. I had it as a Jeep, but we never get it right. ATV, maybe? <laughs> helicopter so and then they go to some sort of jungle platform and Mm -hmm. have some uh, a confrontation basically where um christina challenges blake about hooking up with kaylin the night after he hooked up with her and here blake is super defensive it's interesting because when kaylin yeah attacks him later he's like totally contrite yeah and here he's like super defensive he's just like really angry yeah um meanwhile kaylin is telling more and more people back at paradise Mm -hmm. about their history so she tells sydney i thought it was funny because sydney says you're not the bachelor. You don't get to like come in here and date everyone. It's icky. Yeah, isn't it icky, Sydney? The idea that someone would be like dating a right. bunch of other people. Gross. At the same time? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, you're gonna fit right in in paradise, Sydney. <laughs> this is gonna be great for you. So Blake says they get into this question of like respect. Mm-hmm. Um, because he says like. She says, I value your friendship, friendship, or maybe that was Christina. He says, said Christine, that. Blake says, I value your friendship, and Christina says, How can I believe it? Mm-hmm. Really um, he also said, I made my bed and I'm going to sleep in it. And she said, Did you change the sheets? That, it was a good line. Yeah. That was a good line, Christina. 
Um, yeah, but Blake is really pissed for her to do this. It just blows my mind. We keep saying that it was immature, like that she ambushed him and she's like, you humiliated me. Yeah. And they just kind of come to an impasse and... Yeah, they agree to disagree. Yeah. Like they're both really angry at each (laughs) other still. And they just head back home. Yeah. Blake never would have ambushed her like that, though. But I thought it would... Well, they... Christina keeps saying that she felt disrespected by him. Um, And I did think that that was interesting that that exact term comes up with Kaylin, too. Mm -hmm. Like, she keeps saying that she felt disrespected. (laughs) She says, I just feel, like, really disrespected. Okay, well. So we'll get to that. So he goes back to the beach. Kaylin confronts Blake. So now he's getting confronted by the other half of this, or the, the other point of this love triangle. And he's like. Hey, how are you? Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to you. Like, How's it yeah, been going? Funny. Yeah. Because I ghosted you. Yeah. Because I actively ignored you this yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah. So Kaylin says, I feel really disrespected. And Blake says, by who? And she says, you. <laughs> and then he like you has dumb this idiot. meltdown. He's like, I had no idea. I, oh my. But. So she says, I feel like a slimy, disgusting secret that you're ashamed of. And and a couple of things. So Blake, Kaylin stands up to walk away a couple of times. And Blake is like, no, please don't leave. Like, I really want to talk about mm-hmm. this with you. And the first time she sits back down, but then she basically like two minutes later gets up and leaves. And he's like, please don't walk away. I felt like that was really shitty of her because he's like, let's talk about this. And he and she just leaves. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, that was insane. I had no idea that she and he like can't even finish his thought. And in the moment, like, I don't think that we I think this was right about the time that we started seeing all the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to bring that up? Yeah. So. When you just see this scene play out, you're like, man, he's such a dick. Like, he's just this oblivious guy who runs around like fucking whoever he wants and dropping them and then has the balls to say like he doesn't understand why they're mad then you see the text that blake released so he's he released on instagram and has since like quickly deleted it um the text receipts between himself and kaylin and it's basically first the text messaging that got to that got them to the point of hooking up mm-hmm. and it's Kaylin saying like if I come over it's just for sex like I just I feel like if it, if it were reversed I would be like wow this guy is really scummy because mm-hmm. Blake is like no we should have willpower like I feel like he's like no means no and she's like sex now <laughs> um because I think I felt like he was like this might not be a good idea. That was the vibe I was mm-hmm. getting from him in those text messages. And she is very emphatically saying no cuddling, just sex, which again, fine. That's yeah. great. But don't, I mean, good God, don't act like he pulled you into his like evil male sex lair and then like kicked you out when you tried to cuddle with him, you know? Yeah. I have a hard time with this whole situation because it's hard to know who to trust why you is know, it hard what, to know who to trust? Like, those are the text messages. Yeah, and but she's those not are den- only some of the text. Like, what happened? What was their relationship prior to this? Like, is this the first time that they'd hooked up in any way? 
I don't know. See that? Like, we don't know that. Why does that that make a difference? Because I could see, like, if she's being playful and, like, I'm coming over to Bone, like, in terms of a longer-term thing, why she would think that, like, if she just got dropped, why that would be confusing. Because I could see that being, like, if she really just wanted to do him, that's fine. But to be surprised that it was just that is one thing. But if it's a longer-term thing, and that's just part of, like, the playfulness of the relationship or whatever um i think it could be confusing i don't know i just think these texts add well, nuance yes, and complication the other thing is i also then a second set of messages was released by blake that's like them talking about how like people finding out about them and i also don't understand why that would be a big deal like people hook up all the time in bachelor nation and stagecoach apparently so it's them like so she kind of acted like we that they hooked up and then she never talked to him again but clearly they were communicating afterwards okay they're trying to figure out like are they going to tell people blake is on there saying that he might not go to paradise i just felt like she really amped up this and i hate to use this word but this like victim position of like i hooked up with this guy that i thought was super nice and you know all of a sudden he dumped me and all he wanted was sex. Like, well, you're the one on there saying just sex. Yeah. And I know people are like, I think it's a really shitty thing to release the text messages. I don't like Kaylin is on this national television show spreading all this shit about him. I would do it too. Well, he, um, after this happens, Blake is like, I'm going to have to go into hiding. It's going to be so hard on everybody in my life. My life is over as I know it. My well, life's going to change. I mean, I that is an exaggeration. But I feel like she's painting him almost as a like sexual predator. And that's not okay if that appears to not be <laughs> the situation. And that, I mean... You know, it's making me rethink Hannah B being like she's a like Hannah was emphatic about Kaylin being a manipulative person. Um, That's true. Yeah, it um, I, you know, I don't know. I think it's hard to know. It's a good lesson in like the show is very good at creating a very clear narrative that other evidence can complicate. Yeah, but that's but I that's why if I were him. I just don't, I don't understand the hate that he's getting for releasing those texts because especially in a situation like that where clearly the show's sympathy is laying with Kaylin right now. Mm-hmm. Like why, if you're hearing someone say things about something that you know are untrue and you have text messages that can show that it's not true, why would you not release them? What do you think about him deleting them so quickly? I don't think he should have. Yeah, it I think just he should have kept them up and been like, "Yeah." Well, that seems like it seems like an admission that he did something wrong. Right. That's what I'm. That's my point as well. Um, I guess my thing is from what we see on the show, it seems clear early on when they both arrive that he knows he's in trouble by having slept with these two women back to back. I also think it's weird, like his reaction to Christina and Kaylin is totally different. And that's strange to me in a way that I don't understand. Like why he's so dismissive of Christina and so responsive to Kaylin. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I uh, I find it very hard to know who to trust in this situation. You trust the text messages. Yeah. But uh, again, we just no, like things can be edited, like, we can see some text messages. I don't messages. like Blake either. Like, I think it was a shitty move because after all of this happens, um, <laughs> Blake is trying to secure, which I don't even understand. Like, you have a rose. You can give it to someone. But he basically makes out with Hannah G because he's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm still into you. Right. I'm going to turn this whole thing around starting now. Now that he's become like paradise pariah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't like him, but I don't think that he deserves to be, you know, shat on for for doing what he did, for releasing those texts. I would do it too. That's why you keep your text messages. Yeah, it's uh... Taylor Swift had to learn that the hard way. Oh right, when she uh, when they brought receipts about those records. Yeah, she... and you know what? I don't see like all you see on Twitter is people being like. It was a shitty thing to do, like, you should be the better person. Nobody is is saying, like, oh, I think they might not be real or, like, you know, like, everyone's, it seems like everyone is in agreement that those text messages, that that is the way that it went down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll we'll see how it plays out on this show. I don't trust Kaylin farther than I can throw her. No. All right. With my bad back, I shouldn't be throwing anybody. <laughs> uh, what else happened in this one? All right. Uh, I mean, Jane makes a bunch of... Oh, well, no, before that, all right. We got a little bit of a clay love triangle. Yeah. And we can run through the rest of the episode pretty quickly, I think. Uh, Nicole and Bibby are both into clay. I feel like Bibiana just does not have good luck on these shows. I know. And she, I, don't... I don't really get it, like... She's attractive. She seems like she's got personality. You know, like she's clearly got personality. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know quite what's what's going on. Like maybe she's like approaching it in a way that feels too friendy. Oh, she's getting friend zoned. Yeah. Um, Clay is super into Nicole, so he asks Nicole on the date, and <laughs> Annalise pulls Clay aside before their date and is like. Hey, this seems like a really good time to lay into you about yeah. how you shouldn't be here. <laughs> and she tells him that he's literally crushing Angela by yep. being in paradise. Yep. You don't I don't know how you can walk on this beach. <laughs> Demi later says that Annalise needs to stay in her lane. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. And she also says it's like grandma is off her meds. <laughs> <laughs> Cam and against all odds, uh reeking of desperation. Kaylin make out. Yeah. Because Kaylin is like, oh shit, I've spent this whole time bitching about this dude Blake instead of uh, actually getting instead to know of securing anyone my rose. on the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Which is again like, to me, that's the root of this whole problem. Like, did you come on, did you come on Paradise just to do this? Are you here right. to meet someone? Why are you spending so much time sulking? It's, I feel like it's like when our seven-year-old sulks. Yeah. You know? Like, you're taking so much energy just to sit around and be pissed off at this, like, shadowy figure of Blake. Right. Well, and it's also unclear 
Like, does she want to be with him or is she just pissed off? At right. Him? Yeah. Because if she still has feelings for him, I get it. But if it's just like, well, he did a shitty thing, like just announce that he did a shitty thing and then go live your best well, life. And like, good luck finding someone in the Bachelor franchise who hasn't done shitty things and who hasn't slept with multiple people. Well, probably Cam hasn't slept with multiple people well, in the Bachelor franchise. You never franchise. know. I heard Cam gets mad Bachelor ass on his Bachelor cruises that they go on. <laughs> Annalise and Chris are making out. Um, Hannah G's making out with everybody. <laughs> she kisses Wills. Well, she kissed Wills, Wills earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. Then she makes out with Blake. And poor Dylan is like, you're making me look really stupid. Oh. Which is true. Guy. Yeah, it is true. And um, then, but poor Wills is sad too. Yeah, Hannah G's breaking everybody's Yeah, heart. heartbreaker. Demi tells Hannah that Blake is a loser, but then Wells, not to be confused with Wills, uh, is like, I can tell that you're drawn to him. I'm like, Wells, what are you doing? Right. He also tells Hannah that Dylan is the most smitten kitten I've ever seen he on does. this beach. And I'm like, quite you a bold know that claim. You know why that is? Anthropomorphizing. <laughs> well, and also, that's not going to help Dylan's case no, at all. Yeah. That's what Dylan is really sad he, and pathetic for he's you. He's such a smitten kitten. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a little tiny kitten that's pathetic and helpless. So yeah. And then she kitty. threw a bunch of yarn at him. Yeah, and he played with it. He was adorable. Uh, he asked for some kibble. <laughs> uh, I guess we don't need to go over John Paul Jones throwing up the tacos again. No, I think again. we do need to go over that. Okay. So Jane makes him tacos, and then we get like five minutes of just vomit <laughs> footage. Just him retching. I don't understand that. So what, the hot sauce was too hot? Is but that... that makes you throw up like that? I mean, I guess it was hot hot sauce. Yeah, I've never seen a display quite like that. I don't get it. Yeah. Was he already really drunk? Maybe so. Upset his his tummy? Yeah, his poor little tummy was upset. Little tummy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It was very, uh, very upsetting to listen to because we just get a lot of audio reel of him retching. Yeah. Though I will say he recovers well. He, I mean, he's back in it. I feel like every, he's like, it's okay, it's okay. And then he's like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm over it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I guess what? Where's the, is there a cliffhanger? It's just there's just, a rose ceremony the coming rose up? Ceremony, Christ, but this Sorry, is guys, long. we only have four hours, so we can't show y'all that this yeah. week. Yeah, just can't fit it all in. We had to get all of that throw up scene from John Paul Jones. We will get it next week, along with what other Paradise drama comes. Yeah, well, and actually, the thing that is annoying about Paradise, among quickly, many things, quickly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is that like this Blake stuff will be dropped, and some whole new plot will come up, like in the next week. Yep. I feel like it's so schizophrenic and how it jumps around to different plots. But whatever they cover will be there.
until next time, you know you love me. Gossip Girl. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.